This podcast explores explicit and adult-themed content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or if you are under the age of 18, you should not continue listening to this episode or future episodes of The Bondage Gaze. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years old and aren't offended by discussions of male bondage, sex, pornography, or other kinds of content with sexual themes. Hey guys, welcome to The Bondage Gaze. I'm Sammy. And I'm Nat. And today we are continuing our discussion on scenes of interest in movies and TV. So Nat will lead us off today. Okay, so yeah. So um, one thing I kind of, you know, wanted to think about, like, because I sort of, I sort of, I, I wrote a blog post that was, ki- that kind of touched on some of this, like sort of like how, um, kink is often portrayed sort of for laughs in you know like mainstream tv shows movies and stuff like that um so yeah gonna, so that made me think of like the scene of like a uh, jerry o'connell uh tied up in uh tomcats by some dominatrix librarian um who you know she <laughs> the, the the funny thing is she she has like stuffed animals like at the corners of her bed and they basically have handcuffs yeah. like, arms and... <laughs> i do remember that part <laughs> so yeah it's like so that's how she kind of you know gets him into it and she acts all meek and everything like that and then once he's tied up like yeah it's like like her bed railing goes up and her wall fucking moves and she has like all this shit and everything like all kinds of like gears and toys and things and then she ball gags him and and then yeah and then like spanks him with <laughs> spanks him with a paddle with a scarlet a on it and everything and <laughs> yeah i do appreciate um, that scene yeah yeah it's like it's yeah I, I don't know it's a really fun like subversion of like of you know your expectations and everything with that and then yeah it's like and then also i mean jerry o'connell like i mean that's at least better than when he's tied up in scream 2 <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then another thing, another scene is, uh, James Franco and whatever it takes when, I mean, he's also kind of a dickhead character and, and he kind of gets tricked into bondage and it's like, you know, in a hotel, like after prom and everything. And, um, yeah, and she just like leaves him there and also just gives other girls like from the school, like their, their room key. And then like later, like he's still like bound and gagged, but like er like you know like all the other the rest of the schools basically partying in the room and everything with him there like tied up and gagged and uh, basically yeah. like a speedo and like a bow tie and i know the scene i didn't think he got gagged oh uh, she she stuffed his mouth with something oh that's right like yeah I, hate, I heard i like stuff gags like when they because they're just not effective yeah. i've seen yeah. this before like <laughs> why don't you just spit them out that's right <laughs> yeah okay yeah so so there was that one um and then yeah and then the other one that we that we kind of talked about um earlier was a ray liotta and heartbreakers so yeah it's like so in this one he isn't gagged but i, I don't like i do kind of have a little bit of an appreciation for it i mean i think because i have like a little bit of a thing for for ray liotta um, and then also just kind of like the whole thing of how she leaves him in a hotel room and then the maid, like a sassy maid finds him and, 
and yeah. basically like demands like money from him and everything before untying him. <laughs> like yeah, look, I don't hate that scene, and I yeah. I feel like him getting blindfolded made it a lot hotter than it could have been. But <laughs> like, oh, that scene just would have been so perfect with a gag. <laughs> and he wouldn't have been able to schmooze the maid and untie him, would he? <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean so yeah it's like and it's a, like something that I kind of thought of with that is okay so yeah it's like I mean so yeah okay so I mean this is kind of going off of an article but like when I sort of talked about um, these things was uh, the comedy seems to come from the subtle suggestion that um, you know about a guy being tied up willingly and everything like that because usually you know, in all of these scenarios, it's like the guy kind of volunteered for it because, you know, either he was underestimating the girl or he thought, okay, well, if I let her do this, then we're definitely going to fuck or something like that. And then usually it doesn't go his way. And, you know, she winds up like robbing him or hurting him or, you know, setting it, setting him up for humiliation and everything like that. Like, um, I know there's, I, I, I didn't have it listed, but I know there's another one uh, with uh, uh, Sean Roberts um, when he's basically, I don't know, they're like, uh, I don't remember the movie, but I just know that they're at a dive bar of some kind and two somewhat older butch women kind of, um, you know, kind of seduce him and everything like that into, and then they wind up like like handcuffing him to a bed face down, and like I think they basically sodomize him with like a really oh. big dildo and everything. Uh. Um, and, and then I mean the movie's played for laughs, but yeah, I mean that's pretty, yeah, pretty bad, but yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting comparison because you switch those genders, there is no chance that would be played for laughs. And honestly, like, yeah, we yeah. can appreciate the bondage, but. In neither, neither of those scenarios should be played for laughs. Like, yeah, rape's not funny. Anyway, yeah. not to dampen the mood, <laughs> we shall move on. <laughs> One of my favourite scenes would be from the Hollyoaks British soap opera spin-off, Hollyoaks Later. And I apologise to any of my British followers if I mispronounce that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this Guy Burnett, his character Craig, who I believe is gay, but that's not really relevant to this story. He's looking for his sister because she's involved with some abusive guy. And then he ends up getting knocked out. Wakes up, he's tape gagged to a chair. He's taped, tape gagged on a chair. Um, he ends up at some point getting ungagged. He's talking with his sister. The guy comes in, regags him. And they're like, yeah, all right, we're going to love you and leave you. And yeah, then he's left. He's struggling so much, he ends up tipping the chair over. And then thankfully, I think it's his boyfriend that finds him and saves him. But yeah, that was a really, really enjoyable scene. Uh, another one was an international show. I can't remember what language it was in. I call it Officer Rowie. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. So the episode opens, it was episode 12, if anyone wants to look it up. <laughs> Officer, O-F-I-C-E-R-O-W-I-E. So it's like Officer, but with one F, and it's all one word. So it opens with this guy, and they're in like some beaten down looking room. He's got this girl tied up, and eventually she escapes, ties him up, and then some other guy comes along, I'm assuming he's the main baddie and drags him out of the room 
ends up taping his mouth, blows up the house that they were in, then forces him at gunpoint to get in the car. He's tired, but he's able to like hop and whatnot. And then yeah, he's struggling while they're in the while he's in tied in the back seat of the car. He ends up in a field surrounded by all these other villains with their cars driving around him. Yeah. I don't know what exactly was going on, because, you know, at the start, he looked like he was the bad guy, but then he got saved by the good guys, who also say who also helped the woman after she escaped. Yeah, it was, so I don't know if he was, like, an undercover cop or something. <laughs> Honestly, I've got no idea what was going on, but the guy was really cute. He looked awesome with his tape gag. It was a nice wraparound gag. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of wraparound gag, tape gags, <laughs> uh, one show I appreciated that did it. I didn't really watch the episode, so I don't know exactly what was going on, but it was the season, I think, season two finale of Tell Me a Story. There was a really good-looking guy in that that got the treatment, got a nice wraparound tape gag. He spent a good portion of the scene gagged. He wasn't the focus of the scene, but eventually, I'm guessing it was like his girlfriend or someone came and saved him. She may, He may have tried to kiss her through the gag or something. I don't know. I might be remembering that wrong. Do you want to talk about a couple of yours now? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. It's like, so, I mean, one that has kind of been a favorite for a while, but, uh, yeah, it's like, but I didn't mention in the other uh, movies uh, thing that we did um, is uh, William Peterson and Fear. Um, yeah, because, I, I mean, I just, I mean, so basically, you know, just a little plot summary of, um, it's about, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, like a, you know, I guess like a blended family of like, you know, a, a dad with his teenage daughter and a mom and her, you know, yo younger son and everything like that, like, you know, kind of newly together and everything. And then, yeah, it's like, and then eventually it was teenage daughter's Reese Witherspoon and she falls for Mark Wahlberg, who is kind of like an older bad boy type and everything. And yeah, it's like, I mean, what I like just about, you know, everything leading up to this bonded scene is um, I wrote a blog about this specific movie and scene and everything like that, because I feel like it's just like a very like battle of masculinities and everything like that between Mark Wahlberg and the dad character and everything, and um, I mean, you yeah, you do love your battles of masculinity, don't you? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, just because it's like the dad is like you know very kind of somewhat you know more of like a sophisticated upper class kind of masculine. You know, he's well dressed and everything like that, and pretty wealthy, and you know. Mark Wahlberg is more of that youthful kind of bad boy, like renegade kind of um, masculine and everything like that. And then, I mean, I, and then, I mean, why I really love this is because you know, towards the end of the movie, when Mark Wahlberg has a dad like bound and gagged and everything, like he manhandles him an awful lot. He, you know, it's like he he seems to be enjoying like having you know the dad in this position and everything like that, and. Yeah, it's like, and then I mean, you know, Cherry on top of all of it is like a scene when he like lifts the dad like over over his shoulder and everything. Like oh, I just, yeah. I just love seeing a man being like held like 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 that, like just looking so helpless and everything. Yeah, um, over the shoulder is always really good. 
<laughs> and then I mean, also like I mean, he does it with like all like you know. Uh, of course, whenever you see this, it's like the guy lifting it. It always looks like no effort to just lift a fucking grown man like over your shoulder, and that just makes it even more hot. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, and then another, and then another one uh, that another one that I like that I kind of have somewhat mixed feelings about is um, in the movie. Uh, the movie Cash, uh, when uh, Chris Hemsworth and his um, wife get um, bound back to back, and also have a back to back gag where they both have socks in their mouth and like a belt kind of tied around both of their heads and everything, keeping their heads together. And what I, I mean, what I like about it is the fact that it is a sock gag, and I mean, and I generally like how uh, Chris is dressed in the scene, and I love. How it's like a taken out of commission scene where the couple isn't really in peril or anything like that, but they were just kind of, you know, tied up just to be, you know, like kept out of the way and everything while the criminal went and did his own things and returned. Um, but yeah, it's like, but what I didn't like about it is the fact that, like, that, yeah, that they were able to talk, like, with the gag. I mean, especially, I mean, I wouldn't have cared if the wife was able to talk, but I mean, I kind of would have liked for Chris to be more muffled and everything. I mean, yeah. with a sock in his mouth, but yeah. I guess it's the other end of the spectrum. You know, we always complain <laughs> when someone's wearing a strip of tape and they act like they're completely fucking, like, their entire <laughs> ability to speak is gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess when it's more realistic, it's a bit frustrating. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe if it was just pushed a little bit deeper into them. I, I mean, I think they needed because there is a scene where him and him and his wife are talking to each other and everything. So yeah, it's like so. I guess they kind of needed that, but yeah, it's like I mean, but it was something like eh, if the sock was pushed just a little bit deeper, then <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying there. See, I'm not a big Chris Hemsworth fan. I like like he's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But to me, Chris Hemsworth, because he's Australian and he was on our well-known Aussie soap opera, Home and Away, he, to me, he'll always just be Chris from Home and Away. It's similar with Ryan Quantum. He'll always be Vinny from Home and Away. <laughs> I mean, I loved him in True Blood and he's had some scenes since, which are really good. But with the Hemsworth brothers, I have to say, I really have a thing for Liam. Liam is gorgeous. Chris is adorable. Don't get me wrong. Chris is hot. No one's denying that. But I take Liam over Chris. Sorry, I'm like Chris. they, I'm like they are like different kinds of attractive and everything. Like, like it's funny, like 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 that they're brothers. But yeah, like I feel like they, yeah, like they appeal to different types and everything. Like, yeah, because Chris is more that rugged kind of yeah blokey in a way, whereas Liam's more cute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> More like for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> she likes her Aussie men, doesn't she? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's with Cody for a bit. He's, I'm pretty sure he's Aussie. I don't know. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah, and then, I mean, another thing I like about the scene is, like, I don't know, just like the obvious, like, makeshift kind of way that, that him and his wife are tied because it's, you know, like, yeah, it's like, I think what's like, well, okay, well, first of all, um, I think, uh, like, Chris's arms are kind of over her, like, behind him, like, uh, around his wife, and then hers are kind of under his arms over him, and then, like, so just that specific kind of back-to-back -back tie, and then also I think it looks like a, a 
I don't know, like a blanket or something like that. That's kind of tying them together, like, like you know, like around the stomachs and yeah, it feels others. very yeah, put together, like, like out of necessity, not planned. Yeah, yeah, like he just found whatever around the house, like to tie them with. And I, I'm like, I always love that and everything. Like, <laughs> there's a similar sort of out of the way kind of moment in it was the '90s movie Suicide Kings. So in that, there's four college-aged guys that kidnap this mob boss. I think because they're trying to raise ransom money for one of the guy's sisters who'd been kidnapped by someone else. I don't know. Typical movie plot, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But then Johnny Galecki comes into it. I think it's his house they're keeping the mob boss hostage, and then he's not okay with it. But then after a while, he just like starts freaking out. He's like, you know, you're going to get yourself fucking killed, and... He's throwing shit around. So they have to subdue him. And then next it cuts to him tied down to a chair or tied up on a lounge chair. And he's trying to reason with him. He's like, no, look, I'm better now, guys. Like, you don't need to do this. And they're just not listening to him. They end up taping his mouth because they don't want to hear it. And then he just spends the next 10 minutes or so just out of, not focused on at all in the scene, but he's just there, out of the way. (laughs) <laughs> like i always love like e- like the framing of that like in, in a movie or something where a guy is like tied up so he's not really a part of the scene anymore but he's still visible and then it's yeah. focusing on the characters who are talking and everything like that like yeah i do have another one but i will go to get to that later because it's part of <laughs> i've got a lot to say on that topic <laughs> So I have to say, I did really enjoy a couple of the scenes in the earlier Walking Dead episodes. Oh, yeah. So in an early season one episode, Glenn is taken hostage. And I think they're threatening to throw him off a roof. He's like, I think his hands are tied behind his back. He's got a really shitty strip of tape gag. Like, it's not (laughs) even on properly, but he's really cute. So it makes up (laughs) for it. And then the gang has one of those gangsters kidnapped i guess to exchange for glenn and when they're making the exchange he's hands tied behind his back and he's over the mouth gagged which you know it looked really good it was like a dirty rag it looked good but obviously it's not going to be effective brandon actually when we were watching it commented on how shit the tape gag was and then when he saw the guy with the over the mouth gag he's like see that looks better i'm like well no at least the tape kind of has some adhesive to it whereas yeah the cloth's just gonna fall down i mean and then that's the thing like with movies and tv though it's like with with detective gags it's like that's like the whole like thing of like they are aesthetically pleasing like it doesn't make sense like like literally i mean i remember being a little kid like you know detective gagging myself and just being like wait a minute what the fuck like this doesn't do anything yeah it's basically like you know wearing the masks that we have to wear because of covid like it's 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 not do it's not doing anything like yeah to restrict the mouth like <laughs> but i mean yeah but it looks appealing like oh, yeah. I, I i think i think that's just the thing because yeah it's like cuz i mean another scene that i think of is in um i think it's a british soap opera um e sanders um where yeah it's like where like a, a i'm not exactly sure what's going on but yeah it's like but a character's boyfriend is um is kidnapped and yeah it's like and then he's kept in some 
dungeon warehouse looking thing. And yeah, it's like, and he's, and he has a detective gag on, but yeah, it's like, and then it's so smooth and tight over his mouth that it looks like it can be a tape gag and everything. Like, I, I know it isn't because I've actually seen the video and yeah, it's like, there's a point where he just pulls it under his chin. And I think it's even just kind of around his neck for like the rest of that kind of um whole thing and everything but yeah it's like but i mean it, it just it's just like a very smooth like clean like detective yeah. gag that like looks like it could be like masking tape or something i'll have to find that scene i mean i can think of the... <laughs> I, 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 I could share it with you I, I i have i have pictures and i also have uh, the youtube okay. uh links and everything yeah because there's aaron in I think it's Emmerdale. It might be East Texas. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure yeah, yeah, that's, that's Emmerdale. Yeah. yeah, and and it, it is like black tape or something. I yeah, think. even though they do kind of like well, because I think he's like trying to like fight it off, and they just yeah. put it back over his mouth. But I think that is definitely tape. Yeah, that's what I thought because that was the what I pictured when he said it. And I'm like, no, I thought that was tape. Yeah, but he's also cleave gagged. It looks like it's like a resort or like a hotel, motel, maybe. Yeah. By the guy who ends up being his boyfriend, Robert. <laughs> I don't know. They're getting some fight. He's I think he might be tied to a railing of some sort. I'm, I don't yeah. know. All I can remember is the gag. It looked like it was a towel tied around his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but that one was really good. And he was left there overnight. Yeah, it's like it's it's funny because I discovered um all of the Emmerdale stuff um like when I was on Tumblr because on Tumblr I mean there were whole fucking like like pages just dedicated to like Aaron and stuff like that and yeah and then of course like you know those scenes kind of came up and I was like oh he looks cute like what's this <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually there was one over the mouth scene I could not tell you what it's from I think it was some Indian soap opera. Maybe, I don't know, it looked like it was at a wedding. There was a guy tied to, like, a beam, and then he's arguing with them, and they end up giving him this over-the-mouth gag. <laughs> and it, like, covers more than half of it. Like, half of the gag is actually off his face. Like, it goes yeah. well below his chin. I don't know, he was really cute. Couldn't tell you what the show was. <laughs> but just the way that gag looked on him, and his eyes as he was gagged, I'm like, oh. He wore that really well <laughs> he sold it yeah absolutely <laughs> there was actually another walking dead scene well multiple scenes so in i think it's the second season they get attacked by another gang because there's always fucking gangs yeah and one of them gets injured so he gets left behind so they end up keeping him prisoner and they're trying to figure out what to do with him actually the episode's called 18 miles out because i know they drive him 18 miles out so he's tied up, tape gagged, he's got headphones in, sorry, earphones taped into his ears so he can't hear or see where they're going. He's got a hood over the top because they don't want, because they're going to move and they don't want the gang to find them. <laughs> so we don't get to see him tape gagged on screen very long. Like he is dragged out and you can hear him struggling under the hood. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good scene. And then yeah. it turns out he knows... I think it turns out he knows one of the main characters. So they're like, fuck, we can't leave him here because he'll come and find us. Yeah. So then they bring him back and they're deciding what to do with him. <laughs> he ends up handcuffed and tape gagged in the barn. It's... Oh, that okay. time it's a really yeah. shitty strip of tape that yeah. isn't really sitting properly, but he looks cute in it. 
Um, his <laughs> hands were really bloody from struggling, which wasn't pleasant, but yeah, it's tame mm-hmm. for the Walking Dead standards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as far as gore and everything, but yeah, it's like yeah, I know that there is quite a bit of bondage and that because I, I I don't watch The Walking Dead, but yeah, it's like I know there's like quite a bit of bondage that's yeah. been in the show throughout. I've seen like maybe the first twelve, thirteen episodes, <laughs> and most of them are are guys, right? <laughs> like who are tied up. Um, like... Well, I know there's another scene. I think it's like a season five. I know it's a season premiere. They're in a prison or something, and a bunch of them get cleave gagged. <laughs> but they, it looked really shit. So yeah, like it was like those thin, shitty cleave gags. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, so another one that's interesting for me is a music video from the band uh, Paint. Um, the song's called "She Leaves." And it's just basically about a girl that just seduces a bunch of guys and ties them up and, like, robs them and everything and just leaves them behind. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so, because it's multiple, it's basically the whole band that gets that gets tied up and everything like that. They all get tied up in different ways and everything, so there's a lot to focus on. But, I mean, my personal favorite is the last guy she ties up, who I think is the drummer of the band or something like that, and he's playing like an undercover cop. Um, I don't know, I just think he's the cutest. Um, but yeah, it's like, and yeah, I, mean, I that's another one I discovered from Tumblr and everything because somebody shared a gif of, of that specific guy um, getting gagged because you, you actually like see her like like cleave gagging him and everything. And okay. uh, yeah, and then yeah. yeah. And that music video is on YouTube. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to check it out. I like mm-hmm. um, "Don't Talk to uh, Don't Talk to Strangers" by Headley. <laughs> so in that, a woman kidnaps all the band members. They're basically in different areas of her house, tied up. They've all got different gags. Like one's got a ball gag. There's an over the mouth. There's one or two tape gags. I can't remember how many band members there are. <laughs> and they're only on screen for a few seconds each, and then. You know, she kills them in the end because she's a crazy bitch, obviously. <laughs> this is also with them performing throughout the year, too, because they're in yeah. her garage at some point performing. Yeah, it's like, I know there's a... So I don't think anybody's actually... Nobody is tied in it, but they're, like, all of them, like, their eyes are taped shut for some reason. But I know, yeah, that happens in a taking an old Taking Back Sunday music video as well. But, yeah, okay. it's like, but, I mean, nobody's tied and nobody's gagged, but they all have duct tape on their eyes for some reason. So, so we were talking before, and it got me thinking about that scene out of You with Penn Badgley. <laughs> where he's taken by the dominatrix. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. so. What I think he breaks into the house, and she happens to be a dominatrix, so she knocks yeah, him out and, and gives yeah. him the most intricate-looking hog tie, nice little <laughs> chest harness. Takes his shoes <laughs> off, so he's just tied in his socks. And, and then she doesn't. Yeah, she, she doesn't gag him. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, a wraparound tape gag would have been. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. But uh, even, I think a ball gag would have fit well with the whole dominatrix scenario. Because yeah. then she could have easily removed it to interrogate him. <laughs> I think a movie that definitely should be mentioned would be The 24th Day. 
Oh, so, yeah. With James, James Marsden. Spends like <laughs> 90% of the movie tied up and most of that time gagged. And then ungagged and regagged. Yeah, and... lots of times. Oh. <laughs> if you have to see one movie that has bondage in it, it has to be the 24th day. <laughs> yeah, James I'm Boston like... He's adorable, and it's always a wraparound black tape gag. Yeah, and I mean, and he, he's... I don't know, and I'm like, he's dressed pretty cute for, like, most of the movie and everything, and yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the captain's really cute, too. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember finding that scene. It must have been... The movie must have been really new. I was going through... I don't know what it was. Some, like, pamphlet. Back when video shops were a thing and you could rent DVDs and videos. Oh. And it was, like, all the new releases. And the photo for that was actually the first... I think it was the first one where... First scene where he's getting tape gagged. It was, like, <laughs> the other guy applying the tape to his mouth. I'm like, and you're just like, oh, what's this? Yeah, I was like 12 at the time. I'm like, oh, that, that looks really interesting. <laughs> it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I actually looked up the movie. And... <laughs> oh, okay, I thought I thought you would have rented it and be like, I, this looks like a, a really um, interesting movie. Yeah, I <laughs> was too timid to try and get away with that one. <laughs> and I think there's actually a few plays they've done on it since because there was one picture that circulated for a while that was apparently from like a stage version of the 24th day yeah but i've never been able to find anything more on it that would be so <laughs> yeah. good to watch <laughs> yeah i'm like wow that's that sounds interesting okay yeah it sounds interesting for a play but considering that it's not that many actors and everything like that i could i can kind of see it and the setting is pretty much in that guy's apartment like throughout it so yeah i mean practically i i can kind of see that playing out as a play yeah i found the image that i was talking about it looks like a slightly older gentleman whereas the captor in this he's very blurred but it looks like a young muscly guy which is weird but it's a nice he's wearing a nice silver wraparound gag that's nice. <laughs> do i want to say nice one more time <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like, and then I don't know. And then there, and then there are two scenes that uh, that I really like. That I mean, they're both very similar. They're both they're very different things. But it's basically I don't know, like a, a cute kidnapped guy with his hands tied who is held down and um, and hand gagged while you know somebody who's there to kind of, you know, somebody who can possibly rescue him or something is there, so they're basically keep, keeping him quiet, um, you know, to, to prevent him from being found. So one of them is um, a scene in Channel Zero, the show Channel Zero, of when, yeah, it's like when, I mean, like, uh, like some local cops just kind of, you know, take the law into their own hands and because um, they suspect that this guy, you know, was responsible for some murders and everything. And so they're trying to coerce a, a confession out of him and everything. And then their wives um, find out, like, what's what's happening. And so they, they go to... The, uh, they go to intervene. And so, yeah, like, one of, the guy, one of the guys goes and greets them while another one holds him down and covers his mouth while he's, um, like, you know, like, desperately trying to scream for help and everything. And, I mean, I just always found that, like, really hot. Um, I mean, just the whole 
holding him in constriction and everything like that. And, you know, the intensity of his cries for help and everything. Um, and then a similar thing happens in the movie Blame. Um, I'm not really sure what the premise of it is. I think it's some teacher is kidnapped by his students or something like that and held captive in his own house. And um, yeah, basically like I think a cop or something like that, like just kind of meanders by his house. And yeah, so and similarly they have to you know, hold him down and keep him quiet and everything. What I like about the images from these scenes um, is it kind of seems like these guys might have semis, but I don't know. It might just be the constriction of pulling of the clothes around the crotch and everything that kind of, you could kind of see some outlining uh, down there, but yeah, I don't know. I just find it really arousing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know my stance on hair gags. I'm not that big on them. They have, they have their place. But yeah, I haven't seen either of those scenes. Though I did check out their images for blame. Yeah, I have seen, I have seen those thumbnails before. Yeah, because uh, that's on Roper Mike. I, yeah, I that's think. where I've seen it. Okay, can we talk about some frustrations with some TV shows? <laughs> so, I think, okay, firstly, I quite enjoyed this scene, even though it lasted for all of five seconds. It was an episode of NCIS New Orleans. I think I know. And, yeah, so he, it was the main guy beat the shit out of this mobster's son, I think it was, and then had him tied up in his car to lure the mobster out to rescue the guy that the mobster had kidnapped. So he was gagged, his hands were tied, he was in the car seat. While Scott Bakula was look on the lookout, yeah, and I know Scott said something to him like, "Maybe your dad doesn't care about you after all." And the guy like struggled in his car seat, but the way he struggled was not consistent with his ties. So <laughs> he kind of struggled as if he'd been tied down to the chair. But then when you see him when he when he gets pulled out of the car, it's just his hands that are tied. So it's like, <laughs> really, the way he did it made no fucking sense. <laughs> why <laughs> and I feel like in some shows they'll have a male and a female in peril Yeah. and there are so many times where they'll gag the woman but not the man like why <laughs> like okay so one example would be Buffy the Vampire Slayer you know that's one of my favourite shows <laughs> all times so basically in this episode she's essentially drugged it's one of those typical you're not really a superhero you're a nut job in a mental institution <laughs> and so she's starting to think her friends have figments of her imagination she has this <laughs> demon chained up in the basement so she knocks willow out ties her gags her she knocks xander out she ties him up she doesn't gag him but then she knocks out her sister and ties and gags her so it's like why did the one guy not get a gag? Now, I understand, like, from a storytelling point of view, there needs to be that chance for a dialogue. But in this yeah. situation, it just makes no sense that he wasn't gagged. Also, <laughs> can we talk about whoever edited the Wikipedia page for this episode? <laughs> they must be a kinky fucker like us. Only straight. Or female and gay. I don't know. Because it specifically notes that Daughter Willow are tied and tape gagged. <laughs> Not just tied and gagged, tied and yeah. tape gagged. It even links to a gag page. 
from Type Character. <laughs> like, no one that isn't into bondage would be specific yeah, enough yeah, to know I'm that. Like, yeah, I'm like, that, that, I haven't thought about that, but yeah, it's like, like nobody is really that, like, I mean, I feel like it's kind of the same with, like, detective gag. Like, I don't think anybody who's not into bondage would call, you know, a detective gag a detective gag. Like, yeah. <laughs> the episode is titled Normal Again. It's on Wikipedia, if anyone wants to fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, Buffy did have a few okay moments. I think we spoke maybe last week about David Boreanaz getting cleave gagged. Yeah. And, that one was, then, wasn't very good. And then I think on Roper Mike, they even have like a fan fiction Buffy episode. Yeah, I think Xander does get tied and gagged in it, but I don't know. It's been a while since I've read those, but yeah. yeah. that one was really good. I'm a sh uh, it's a shame that never happened. <laughs> I know there was the villain of the season, the big bad, I should say, had this monk captured because she needed information from him. He got tape gagged. And then she's like, you know, she's looking for the key. And she's like, why won't you tell me where the key is? And then she's like, oh, sometimes I just get so worked up. I forgot there's all that duct tape on your face. <laughs> and yeah, the I, thing I, that I wanted to mention earlier, where you're like just out of the way, yeah. Andrew. So he was a villain in season six. And then in the final season, he becomes their hostage because... He comes back to do more bad shit, but they capture him, and they're talking, and then he makes a quip, and then Buffy's like, can we gag him? So then Xander gets up, picks up a big roll of tape, and slaps a strip on his mouth. He's only gagged for all of two seconds, but I can appreciate that little blink <laughs> when you miss it. <laughs> you, you take what you can get. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I remember, like, okay, so I never watched Buffy or Angel or anything, um, but I remember, like, just kind of, I think I was watching Charmed or something, and then, like, right after Angel came on, and it's kind of like, I don't know, the beginning is, like, at a set at a gym or something like that, and then... Yeah. I know, yeah, and then like, behind episode. the mirror, there's like a bunch of uh, tied up and gagged people and everything. And I remember just being like, "What? What?" Like, and then yeah, and then once again, it was kind of like a blink and you miss it kind of moment because I think I watched the whole episode to see if you see any of that again, and you don't. But yeah, yeah like <laughs> that did have a few semi decent scenes. Angel, I feel like Angel had a few more than Buffy. There was nothing super exciting. <laughs> they used the whack cleave gags a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As I recall, the scene I'm talking about, it was all white cleave guys. Yeah, if we're thinking of the same scene, then yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't know. And then it's it's funny how I don't know, like something I just like about David Boreanaz is like how many times he has been like tied up and gagged and things. It's it's not always good. Like <laughs> it's not always good bondage, but he has been tied up and gagged a lot, and he I really mean, I has. commend him for that. What's that movie with... Fuck, I forget his name. Suffering Man's Charity? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's... The movie has two titles, I'm pretty sure. One of them is yeah, Suffering yeah, but, but Yeah, but where he's tied up with Christmas lights. And yes. Keep gagged, yeah. Yes. He's <laughs> and I think he's even in a brawn panties or something. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Um, Alan Cumming, that's the guy who ties him up. Yeah. Ghost Rider, that's the alternative title. <laughs> yeah, those scenes weren't too bad. I mean, Christmas lights are a bit <laughs> And then silly. it's always, like, kind of funny, too, like, in most of the times when he's bound and gagged. So, like, I mean, even in Bones, when he's um, wrapped up with a, with a rug and, 
has, a, I think, like a sock or something shoved in his mouth. And I mean, again, it's another like stuff gag and mainstream where it, it's stuffed in his mouth with nothing keeping it in. And, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Some of those shows had a few good scenes. Criminal Minds had some good ones. Actually, well, they weren't good, but they were enjoyable. Yeah. Like, there was an episode where this guy was, you know, taking kidnapping guys. I think he was kidnapping male prostitutes at the start, but then he took some guy off the street at the end and, you know, drugging him. And he wanted to, like, get their parts to re like reanimate his brother. I don't know. He was obviously <laughs> not all there, but yeah, a lot of all those guys got, you know, <laughs> it was ca- they were, their hands were cable tied in front of them and they got a tape and a tape gag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't great, but <laughs> it still looked all right. I found that one by chance. I was watching, it came on TV when I was at a friend's house. Well, this <laughs> looks all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, and then uh, that reminds me of an episode of Law and Order SVU when uh, two prisoners escape from prison and, like, you know, they find the guard of, like, bound and gagged under you know, under their cot in their cell, um, or something like that. And then, um, and then one of the prisoners who escaped, um, his son is the, the, the guy that plays the son in the birdcage. I don't know the actor's name. Um, and then later on, later on, he winds up, uh, bound and gagged, like, and left in, like, a, like, a motel room or something. Uh, yeah, I know the episode, I think. Because isn't it one of the guys that was in, like, Heroes or something? I think so. I'm fairly certain I know. Milo, someone? I'm not sure. But I don't remember the opening scene. I I know, it's like, because my thing with Law & Order SVU is I always hated it when the victim, because several times it happens where a victim is found dead and he's tied up and gagged and everything, and so you never get to see him alive, like, bound and gagged, and so the few times when you do get to see a live one on that show always made me happy. I mean, of course, when Christopher Maloney gets tied up and gagged, that's that's a fun one. Yeah, that one's not bad. Yeah, so it's Milo, the person I'm thinking of is Milo Ventimiglia, I probably butchered that pronunciation <laughs> it's the guy who is now the one of the mains in this is us oh okay yeah. if we're thinking of the same episode yeah the episode's called escape so i'm guessing that would oh. be it yeah yeah that, that's probably it because i mean that doesn't happen as often in law in law or svu so yeah, I quite liked that scene. I remember fi- seeing that, I think, on YouTube in the <laughs> mid-2000s, and he took years to find it again, because obviously scenes like that don't last long on YouTube, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for bigger shows like that and everything, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's why we always find these obscure, like, foreign scenes and everything like that, because nobody really cares about the copyright of that <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. Like, I love all these Turkish shows. They always have really good gags. I know. Turkish men are just so handsome. Uh, like, oh my yeah. god. I think there's a couple of, might be Russian ones, that are good too. I don't know. There's a few forums that link to some really good scenes. So, I find one thing I really enjoy is when the TV shows will make reference to, like, the victim being gagged. <laughs> I, just, I think soap operas do that a lot. <laughs> And there was one scene where some guy was being an ass, so he gets tied up, and then the chick that tied him is taunting him. She's like, you know, they say some people can talk underwater with a mouth full of marbles, or with a gag in their mouth. 
<laughs> they're usually always made in like a snarky manner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, it, it also kind of reminds me of the, I mean, I don't really like the way the, <laughs> I don't really like the way this guy dies, but like in Nip Tuck, when like the, the crazy uh, lady yeah. Build-A-Bears and everything, like, yeah, when she has, uh, yeah, when she has the, the his other talent agent and everything uh, yeah. bound and gagged and something like, oh, well, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to say something with tape on your mouth. Yeah, or, it's hard to talk with <laughs> duct tape on your mouth, isn't it? <laughs> and she's the she's Michael's mom out of Queerest Folk. I'm like, oh, she played such a wholesome person in that. Now she's this crazy bitch. <laughs> I don't know Ryan Murphy stuff. <laughs> oh, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, I mean, very talented man. But yeah, that show. Oh, because we rewatched that. Brandon and I watched it a couple of months ago. Oh. I'd watched it maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, I didn't realize. Like, I didn't realize how bad it was. How cringy not, it is. Not as much like, cringy, but oh, particularly the third season. Like those characters, I don't think I've, we've, I've ever seen TV characters just get put through so much shit. They had it rough. I'm like, oh, that was intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I remember when it was relevant. It seeming like a really good show and everything like yeah. that. And yeah. Like, cause yeah, that was when I was in high school, but then, and then I know the last season kind of just went all over the fucking place. And then, <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually seen the last season yet. Yeah. We got, we got up to just after where you, that scene. <laughs> yeah. Cause then it has like a mid season finale, which oh, was where yeah, the writers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Happened. Cause that scene is when they moved to LA because yeah, it became all Hollywood. Yeah. And, yeah, and they started acting and yeah. Yeah. Generally, when shows move, it's not good. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the movies I found, it was very B-grade, but it was very gay-centric. Um, Strapped for Danger. Oh, I haven't heard so of that. They were strippers, and then they decide to rob the place, and they take one of the yeah. cops hostage and <laughs> flee. Anyway, they're tormenting the cop in the back seat. They're like, all right, you need to be quiet or we need to gag you. And then someone's like, oh, do it anyway. He's annoying me. And then they shove a pair of briefs in his mouth. So again, it's a fucking stuff gag. But then they end up hiding out at a fraternity. And they're like, we need to be a bit more low profile. So they take out the briefs and the other guy's like, that's okay. I made a gag. And he pulls out like, I don't know if it was like a scarf or something. And they cleave gagging with that. He's like, come here, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're having like an orgy and the, he's the cops like standing at the corner still tired and they're like, like do you want to join in we'll untie your hands and I guess we'll have to take out that gag too just those references <laughs> to gags like the bondage was a, it was good to watch but it wasn't anything spectacular <laughs> and I, I have to talk about my this scene I just find it amusing and I don't know if it's because I'm into you know gagging it's not, this scene isn't sexually appealing at all, but it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Holt's being <laughs> held hostage, and he's trying to subtly, like, pocket, in his pocket, subtly send a text to Jake. So Jake reads out the text. He's with the rest of the cops. It's The words are all garbled. And Scully goes, oh, he's been gagged. <laughs> Jake's like, why would that come out in the text? <laughs> uh, that was that always made me chuckle. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like I, I feel like just kind of like the knowledge of like gags and everything like that, of thinking of people who aren't like us, who are probably constantly thinking of these kinds of things, seeing, you know, like, yeah, like other normal vanilla people think of those same things and everything like that, I think is is appealing and everything and yeah like i don't know and then thinking of like things like that if it's like a situation where i don't know like you just happen you know i don't know ra random people happen to have to restrain and gag somebody or something and i guess maybe the way they immediately think of doing it and everything of like, uh, movie, oh, yeah. like that movie exam have you seen that one? Oh yeah they, <laughs> with, with luke melby yeah they tied <laughs> the chair and then Pardon? His, 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 his fucking take off his sock and put that in his mouth yeah. and then use a tie to keep it in and yeah. tie his arms with a tie. And, uh. <laughs> yeah, and I like as he takes off the sock and goes shove it in. He says to the other guys, like, oh yeah, he's a talker. Like, <laughs> justification. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, like how this guy just, just knows what to do automatically. <laughs> like... How to tie him and everything, and you gotta wonder how many of these showrunners are kinky. Yeah, like there's one that I think it's Norwegian has like so many of his movies, like all the movies he's either directed or produced have bondage scenes in it. They're always like <laughs> relatively like adult but young guys. It's like, yeah, yeah, I think you've got a you've got a type, and I'm not complaining. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, for a minute, like, around high school, a little after high school, I was interested in making movies and shit, and I always wanted, like, a guy tied up in everything. I mean, most of them are horror movies and everything, so it kind of lends itself to that, but yeah, like, I, I always wanted to incorporate at least some male bondage in it, one way or another. <laughs> See, I feel like... In a way, I'd be the opposite if I was making a show. I'd be, because it's no secret that that's what I'm into. I feel like I'd be, like, too awkward to, to throw bondage scenes in. Because, yeah, I'd worry that people are constantly thinking of getting off. It's sort of like if I'm watching a video, if I'm watching a show with someone and a, bondage, and a guy tied up comes on screen. I don't want you to think that we're watching TV and I'm suddenly, like, oh, frothing, orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's fair. Like, if you feel like every, like, you know, it's, especially if people you work with or something like that kind of know what you're into and they read a script and see, oh, another guy is going to get bound and gagged in this. <laughs> it's yeah. Gonna look at <laughs> I wonder if these people's co-workers think, oh, yeah, here we go. Another fucking little cute, cute guy <laughs> fucking tied up. Here he strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would be like, yeah, thank God you're not a showrunner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meaning like people in the bondage community are like, thank God you're not a showrunner because we want our content. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, if I was doing a show, I would make sure the bondage was proper. Like, Yeah, like some good... Even yeah. if I had to only do a strip of tape, I'd make sure it was on fucking properly for one. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, I feel like I would definitely be a perfectionist with that of, you know, the shit needs to be believable and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Even when I make videos, I'll be discussing 
some things i'll be like okay it has to be this way like we can't do it that way no we need to redo that because it doesn't work like that my friend will be like yeah but what does it matter like for <laughs> fuck's sake like okay i get that you're not into it that's fine but don't you don't you're not you don't have any knowledge on this subject so don't <laughs> like you do, yeah. Does that make sense? I might be sounding like yeah, an yeah. asshole it's here. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's like you have no horses in this race. Yeah. So, like, I mean, your opinion, yeah, for this, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. sorry to say that, but I mean, it's not what you're into. So, yeah. Like when there's just certain like the little things, I can like I can see where he's coming from. What does it matter? But I think be at least know that hey, I'm not into this, so I don't get it. That's fine. You don't have to, but don't act like you're suddenly all knowing. I don't know. It doesn't happen very often. Just a yeah. couple of times. Because I look, I am, as I said, I'm a perfectionist, a lazy perfectionist, but a perfectionist nonetheless. Um, so just before we filmed our last episode, last episode on this topic, I did ask people for their input on their favourite scenes. Now I did discuss a few last time. But there are a few that came through in the interim. So I might just quickly discuss them. Okay. So there was season two of Veronica Mars, this guy Thumper. So he was a minor villain, but he'd framed some other guy. So they set him up to make these gangsters, mobsters, I don't know what they were, they were dangerous people, think that he double crossed them. So then they, I think they handcuffed him to something in this abandoned old warehouse that was about, oh, abandoned stadium, sorry, that was about to get demolished. And they scrunched up a paper bag, shoved that in his mouth, and put a strip of tape over. I mean, the tape was, the tape looked good. Yeah. Know how I felt about a paper bag, but yeah. <laughs> and then he got killed because they oh. demolished the building. <laughs> Unknowing, like, without knowing that he was in there. I mean, he kind of had it coming, but still, I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> Actually, there was another scene in an earlier episode where a guy was taped to a pole as revenge for sharing a sex tape about his ex-girlfriend. I think he was taped to his pole and they wrote, like, scum or something across his yeah. chest. He wasn't gagged. They should have gagged him. Makes no sense not to gag him, personally. But... <laughs> Oh, he was yeah, a, he was a really good looking guy. He was very cute, so kind of made up for it. <laughs> um, and at least that, like, the humiliation of it sounds. Yeah, that's the whole point. But I feel like it'd be more humiliating if you couldn't communicate. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, that actor hasn't really done much else. Another one was Heartbeat with Jonathan Kerrigan. The episode was stumped, so he said. Tired, uniformed in boots <laughs> was appealing for him. So I, the person that sent me this was kind enough to send me the whole episode so I could check it out for myself. And yeah, the bondage, the guy was really hot. The bondage was good. He should have been gagged longer. He was cleave gagged briefly in the boot of a car. And then later on at the end of the episode when he was chair tired or beam tired, he got a cleave gag because I think they set up I don't know, I only half watched. I only like skimmed through it, but it looked like they'd set up like a bomb or something to go off. Oh, okay. I'll have to double check that. Because I was kinda watching it on my phone without the sound, because Brandon was watching TV, so 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, it looked like a good scene. And another favourite someone said, which ties into your, you know, stupid guys willingly roped into bondage, was in mm-hmm. 90210, Brian Austin Green got handcuffed yeah. to a headboard. <laughs> oh, and there was another Brian Austin Green scene in Hope and Faith. That was pretty decent. He somehow ended up getting kidnapped by one of the women. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, it was a whole silly scenario. Yeah. Like, and he ends up tape gagged and tied in a pantry. <laughs> I think it was only a strip of tape, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. Brian Austin Green was kind of handsome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of these scenes when I was younger, I found there was this website, alltapedup.net. Unfortunately, the website's long gone, but you can find yeah. it through archive.org. Yeah. And that had a lot of thumbnails. That's how I saw your fear scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's actually how I found Suicide Kings, because I went through the archives and I was like, oh, that Johnny Galecki tape gagged, okay. It didn't have a picture with it, but I then went and Googled it. So yeah, if you're looking for potential scenes to find, maybe have a scan, give that a quick scan. There's no videos or anything, but it can lead you to use it as like an index to search for scenes of interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought of, I've never, I've heard of that, but yeah, it's like I've never thought of actually doing that. Uh, Well, that seems to wrap up our show. So, I mean, unless you have anything else to add. Nah. I'm good. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we I, could I, probably sit here for another hour, but then we'd end up just... We'd spend half an hour trying to think of other things. And we don't want to bore you too much more, guys. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, I feel like we've pretty... We covered this topic to death pretty yeah. much. So I'm sure in a yeah. few months we can have another list. Yeah. But for now, that's enough. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching. I'm Sammy. I'm Nat. And remember, don't be a tosser. (laughs) I'm running out of things to say, guys. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually, fun fact, that's actually a a slogan here in Australia to promote anti-littering. Don't be a tosser. Uh. That's... <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, I, thought to- I, I thought it was a tosser, but okay, a tussler. Tosser. No, tosser. No, tosser. Okay. I'm like, like yeah, tossing. it's like, because isn't that like a British like euphemism for like kind of like wanker? Like, yes. So, yeah, mm. if you're having a toss, you're having a wank. <laughs> or if you're like tossing, just throw something out, we might say like toss something out. <laughs> and a bonus lesson on a giant slag. Alright, guys, have a good one. <laughs>